0: Jeff, this is Brett.
1: This is Megan, aka Meganator.
0: And we're just talking about Star Wars Dark Empire on the Skywalk.
2: What's up, move Milkers? Welcome to episode one of the Skywalk Dark Empire miniseries. In this episode, we will talk briefly about who we are. Then we'll talk about why we're doing this. And then we'll <laughs> dig into issue number one of there Star Wars go. Dark Empire. But before we do, social meteors. On Apple Podcasts, search for the Skywalk, Skies and Sky. Walk as in the thing you cook in, spelled W-O-K. Subscribe there and leave us a review. Spotify, same deal, The Skywalk. Disgracebook, Facebook.com slash The Skywalk. Twitter, at The Skywalk. Instagram, The Skywalk. And tell us about Podomatic, Jeffrey.
0: Well, listeners, as you know, we are listed at
2: StarWarsOleCoffee.Podomatic.com. And all the other platforms, Stitcher, (laughs) Podbean, Radio Something or Other, etc.
1: Are those real? Yeah,
2: they're all
0: real. they are real. They are real.
1: Chef asks that every week. So, every
0: yeah. week. <laughs> so Megan Ader, as as a true professional, have you ever heard of these platforms?
1: Um, I have never heard of Podomatic, Stitcher, <laughs> Podbean, Radio something or other. No. What yeah. I have heard I've radio heard of FM? the others. Have you,
0: have, have I've you
2: heard I've heard of Radio, radio all FM. From? I okay, have. All right. Okay. You've There's, heard of Spotify, right?
1: I, yes, okay. I use Spotify right. every day. All
2: There's right, another right. one called Himalaya that somebody recently no, asked. Oh, yeah, someone wrote in to ask us to get get on Himalaya. They have not responded to us, so that's on them. <laughs> yeah, it's not <laughs> our fault. Not my fault. But we have listeners all over the world, so we appreciate you. We will keep trying to spread the word. Special shout out to Malaysian Raylos. Let's tell people who we are because... We have some new listeners today. We have people coming in who have no idea who me and Jeff are, and they certainly have no idea who Megan is because she's never been on the podcast before. Because she's the Meganator. Well, Jeff and I are your usual hosts of The Skywalk, but we have a special guest. (gasps) Megan. Welcome,
1: Meganator! Thank you for having me. I'm honored to be here.
2: We've always wanted an excuse to have her on the podcast, and we never had one until now. Which is um I think we can say that we share a mutual love of the nineties. We ah. do, we do.
1: Nineties music, mainly pavement. Yes. Great bands. Ooh,
2: that's right. Oh, man. That's right. When I, I found about this that. out about Megan, okay. my appreciation was already high for <laughs> Megan as a as a human being. <laughs> right. And it just went up exponentially. So then when we decided to do this mini series about the nineteen ninety one,
1: the year I was born.
2: Wow, what? Whoa, yeah. that part I didn't know. So this is the wonderful thing about Megan is that she's a millennial, but she's a Gen Xer at heart. Uh,
1: that is true, that And is I true. think your
2: love of all things 90s just makes it's you a wonderful guest for us. Oh, a diamond. Thank you. A diamond oh, in the rough. Oh, <laughs> a diamond in
1: the rough. I'm honored to be here. The 90s are the best. You guys are wonderful. I'm very happy to be here.
0: We are, And I was very surprised to find out that, Megan, you actually have some background in radio.
1: I do. I was a radio host for three years in college at Emerson at uh, WERS. Wow. I had my own show. It was very cool and played mainly 90s music. Wow. So we
2: are talking to a professional brand. Yeah, look at me. Did you really play... Pavement. I did
1: play pavement, really? I did the cut wow. your hair was like a rotation Look at like it was is, on there all the she time. Does the songs. so I was probably of driving. I know this I was probably
2: driving home one night, okay, on a hot summer night. <laughs> And all of a sudden, Pavement comes on the radio for the first time in 15 years. Middle of doom. (laughs) And it was Megan who put it on. It was me. you had no idea. I know,
1: man. Serendipity, baby. (laughs) And now we're doing a podcast together. It was meant to be. Great
0: things come together.
1: Okay, so here's what's
2: great. (laughs) To set the table for you, Jeffrey is the only one of the three of us who has some more detailed recollection of what Star Wars Dark Empire actually is. Right. I have some memory of it, but it's kind of like Princess Leia's memory of her mother. Mm. Mm. Which is to say, I remember it as being this beautiful, wonderful thing that had a deep (laughs) impact on my life, but I have no idea what happens and to be completely honest, I don't think I ever read past issue number one. And even then, I don't remember, I didn't remember before reading it, what happened in issue number one.
0: Now, just before we jump into all of this though. I have to ask just some premise questions.
2: Okay. Is this a placement test for Megan?
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, good. Yes, oh this is I'm the, advance. <laughs> this is the advanced low. placement test.
2: Star Wars placement test. <laughs>
0: because oh, the thing is, our we have many listeners that are casual Star Wars fans. Not as obsessed as Jeff and I.
1: That would be me. We're, we,
0: well, right. I would say Brett's hardcore.
1: Yeah. I think <laughs> you both are pretty hardcore. You don't think you're hardcore. Well, Brett does wear a different Star yeah. Wars graphic to work every day. There we go. Jeff so to a see hard. the Clone Wars He's
2: animated movie in theaters. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Let's not try to out-hardcore
0: each other. But <laughs> all I'm saying is you are at another level, my friend. Okay. I'll yeah. I I feel like I have more of a connection to the casual fan base. Okay. All mm. right. Yeah. You know, Brett goes to Star Wars celebration. Yeah, we go to conventions I multiple I times a year. I look highlights on YouTube,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: that's the difference. So for you, Megan, I just want to know how much of a. Um, how familiar are you with the Star Wars universe?
1: Okay, um, have you seen I'm, the movies? I've seen all the movies. All it's very—I've seen all of them, wow. it's, but very casually. Like, I don't know all the terms. There's certain things like right. I don't know, but I love Ewoks. I love. <laughs> yes. I love Leia. I okay. love the new one, the new, the newest one. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. I saw twice within one week. I loved it. However, I know most people, aka Brett, did not.
0: <laughs> I loved it. So I'm glad. We're okay, get, we're, we're on the dead same dead. page. But
1: yeah. I do love Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I'm not super familiar, but I've seen them all at least once. So if not, probably I've probably seen all the Star Wars movies. I'd say twice. Um, and some more than others, but Interesting. Darth Maul is the scariest of any oh, per- any really? one I think okay. in right. Star Wars. Terrified of him, terrified. <laughs>
0: like if he walked into this office right now, I he'd
1: would be like, cry. Oh I'd gosh. run. Yeah. So, sure. you,
2: but you were eight years old when you first saw him, so yeah. it stands to reason. Yeah, yeah. What's up there. I still yeah. remember
1: him. Yeah, I saw someone with a giant Darth Maul tattoo, and I was like, "What <laughs> were you thinking? Like, we're walking we're, away from you." Yeah. Wait, is,
0: is that like an automatic swipe left? Yes. <laughs> I would Darth Maul tattoo yeah no Not way no way Jose
1: no right.
2: no no question where on this person was the Darth Maul <laughs> it tattoo?
1: was on it was on their the, um, the back of their leg yeah, really it was on their calf wow, wow. it was massive and of all the characters why would Ooh, you pick Darth pretty, Maul I don't know yeah,
2: that's interesting so it was like a Darth Maul Popeye tattoo yeah hey, back eat, of the calf to each their own yeah to the each same. their
1: own that's true live
2: and let Raylo what we <laughs> like to say on the live podcast. and let Raylo <laughs> <laughs> okay so
0: little quick Jeopardy for Meganator. Oh,
2: okay. Goodness. Do you okay.
0: know what a Metaklorian is?
1: No. Good right. for Should you. I know that? Good for Should you. I know no, that? no, that's a good. Okay. Thing. Good, a good for thing.
2: you. I wish I lived in a world where I didn't know what a Metaklorian was. <laughs> Do you know who Blee Blub is? <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Um, What's his name? The reason you don't know the last name is because I made it up.
2: Oh. So there okay. you go. So
0: we're we're on a good place. Oh bleep Blub. I don't know who that. that is. The whole thing was made up. <laughs> you know did, did. that's a BB8 line from the Rise yeah, of Skywalker. Yeah. Oh, do you know, do? you know? You know who BB8 is? Oh,
2: I know BB8. Oh, okay, of course, I know right, BB8. We're we're that's good. how JJ wrote the line in the script. and yeah, He was yeah. like, "We'll find it in post. We'll, we'll figure you know. it out." <laughs> so I want to ask you both, mm. uh, Jeff. I guess we don't need to know your expectations because you have a. Pretty vivid recollection of this series. Don't call for me. Megan, what was your expectation of this series, the way we presented it to you? Did you have high hopes? Were you like, eh, it's a comic, so it's probably not going to be that great? (laughs)
1: Um, I did have, have high hopes because it was coming from you two, so I knew it was going to be good. Um, I didn't know what to expect because I don't read comics very often, mm-hmm. um, but I really enjoyed it, and I thought the artwork was great and the storyline was good. I'm read- looking forward to reading the rest. Yeah. So, yeah. oh, and people should know that I'm not that a big haven't... comic person, but I want to keep reading it now.
2: And the moof milkers, you should know that we have not looked at issue number two yet. We're going to do that at the end of this one. We're going to treat it as if they're being released Reveal. one at a time, the Reveal. way they were in 1991.
1: Um, can you just explain what a moof milker is?
2: A moof milker, <laughs> I love it, is uh, someone who milks moofs. <laughs>
1: M- <laughs> milking <and> that move. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, so... The term move milker was coined in The Force Awakens, written co-written by J.J. Abrams and Lawrence Kasdan. It was said by Han Solo oh. to Rey, but not at her, regarding actually Unkar Plutt, who had installed a compressor in the Millennium Falcon's hyperdrive. Oh,
1: Did okay. you see her
2: eyes just glaze over? Just <laughs> now? <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was pretty cool. <laughs> I gotta <to> say, <laughs> if much, you lost
2: me at move. <laughs>
1: so that's a deep cut right there, but... Yeah.
2: I like it. So my expectation for Dark Empire, I have, and part of the reason we're doing this podcast is because uh, myself and many others have this um, sort of romanticized nostalgia nostalgia for Star Wars Dark Empire. Mm. But in reality, I have no idea if it's any good. Spoilers, I loved the first issue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But at the same time, I'm very honest with myself. Having read many comic books, right. and Jeff, you can you can probably feel the same way, a comic series can start off great and then be absolutely terrible. Yes. Mm. It happens all the time. So I really have no idea where it's going after issue number one. How Here? many
1: issues are there?
2: Six. Six. Oh. So we'll okay. do one episode per issue of the comic. Six episodes. And one last thing that we want to think about as we go through these. Okay. After reading it, would we want it to be canon? So, Megan, I think we explained to you off-air that all of these comic books from the past were completely decanonized by Disney when they purchased Mm. Lucasfilm and everything Star Wars. And just for our
0: listeners, yeah, right. Tell us what decanonization.
2: It means it's no longer considered official Star Wars gospel. Like these things didn't uh, actually okay. happen unless we sort of reintroduce them and say, oh, no, that one actually did happen. And they've done okay. that with some things. It's like retconning a whole
0: bunch of stuff yeah.
2: in the past. Oh. So they basically, and, and I understand why they did it. They didn't want to be like super restricted creatively mm-hmm. by the that weight and the baggage of like 30 years of things that had been written by who knows how many people across all different platforms. Here goes nothing. So what we're going to do. Mm. is we are going to re-remember Dark Empire. We're going to do a little read-along. Okay. We're going to recap it for the Moof Milkers listening at home. Okay. And think of that as the movie, and then we're going to do our little audio commentary on top of it. Okay. (laughs) So first of all, people should know, as we mentioned, the first issue was released in December of 1991. (laughs) At this point in time, we did not know that there would be prequels, let alone Mm -hmm. sequels, to the Star Wars films, to the original trilogy. And perhaps that's why... This issue of, uh, well, this series, Star Wars Dark Empire, is doing what The Force Awakens chose not to do, which is to establish the state of the galaxy, the context, the politics mainly. And why not? Because this was pre-sequels before George Lucas ruined politics for everyone forever. (laughs) Um, And so there is an opening crawl to start issue number one of Star Wars Dark Empire. Jeff, I don't know. Maybe you know this. Mm. Are there opening crawls in every issue? or just for this first one every issue really yes wow so this is kind of like oh, oh last, wait, wait, wait. last week on star oh, wars on, dark empire
0: <laughs> let me let me check that
2: yes it is yes wow oh yes. my goodness
1: they intruded Jeff's the speaking on so like issue it. number
2: two, but it's okay, because he remembers it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, but, Jeff,
1: have you read all of them? Yes, I have. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jeff, Be- yeah.
2: Before, though. like Yeah, back, so, in the, back in the day. So the opening yeah. crawl digs Sorry. deeply into the politics yeah. going on in the galaxy at this time. And I would say, I would take a note to say, maybe Lucasfilm should pay attention to this. Uh, in thinking about where they go next, look to the time before anyone was Star Wars jaded. Before people's expectations were reset by George Lucas with the prequels, just think, like, what did people want in 1991 post-original trilogy?
0: So if you think about it, Return of the Jedi came out in 1983. Correct. So for about seven years, Star Wars is, like, playing nonstop on TV. Mm. You know what I mean? Every Thanksgiving, it's Star Wars Marathon people still like the movies and they're, they're they think they're really cool and now they're just looking for other stories to go with it yeah
2: okay. we were starved man we were like completely <laughs> like starved going for more star wars content and the great thing about this book is i think now there are so many star wars comics there are probably like six different ones going on right now yeah. and they wow. start and end all the time but this was treated as if it was a whole new Star Wars trilogy.
1: Oh, okay. So if there
2: were sequels made in 1991, like, this is what they would be. Okay. Right? And oh, that's, wow. And I, that's I know cool. that's how I looked at it at the time yeah. as an early teen. That's how it felt. Mm. Yeah. But like, this
0: is the continuation of the movie. Okay. So, like, everyone who saw Return of the Jedi, they're like, okay, this is it.
1: This is, hmm
2: Yeah. So the Rebel Alliance has become the New Republic. And what's become of The Empire. This book does what Jeff and I have always wanted, which is introducing factions within the empire. So the empire is basically fractured, and there are groups within it uh, fighting for control. Uh, Here's a quote from the book. When social order collapses, even in unjust social order, pillagers and thieves always rise to the occasion. So what a cool setting. And this is something that Jeff and I have talked about for a while. Megan, you may not know, but we started our podcast before The Force Awakens came out.
1: Oh, I did not know that. So
2: the first dozen or so episodes was just us daydreaming like, whoa, what's the state of the galaxy going to be when Star Wars comes back, you know?
1: Were you impressed with The Force Awakens?
0: We started this podcast because of the trailer.
1: Whoa. To Force Awakens. Yeah.
0: We thought that trailer was so awesome. We were like, Dude, we got to
2: talk about this.
1: That was a really good trailer. And were you? Did you like the movie? (gasps) Yes,
2: we did. We did, but it took a little bit to warm up to it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. The expectations were ridiculous and unfair. I would say. (laughs) Uh, Having said that, I still think that. But you enjoyed
0: it, though. The first time you saw it, you enjoyed.
1: it. Oh, it it was great, Ray. You you can't. You did. Come on. No,
2: and I'm I'm saying I'm wrong. Coming right. back from an extended The Force Awakens <laughs> tangent. I might do a crossfade there like they head in the movies. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, All right, so back to the comments. So this is great. Like, what a great setting. What a fertile setting to start this series off in. And then blammo! Luke and Lando have stolen a Star Destroyer. How awesome is that? And, like, what an amazing pairing. We never got Adventures of Luke and Lando. It's really great to see them paired up together. I mean, imagine yeah. that. I keep thinking, so imagine this is episode seven, you know? Which, Um, again,
0: they're paired up here. There's a callback to that. In the Rise of Skywalker. In the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So, we anyway. talk right. about
2: having adventures together. That's yeah. true. Uh, no, then I don't even remember that. Lando is... refers to him and Luke having done some things in the past. Oh,
1: man. The, yeah. the newest Star Wars? Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. I'm going to see yeah, it for yeah. a third time. You know, i right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've already seen it three times. This so. is the thing about oh, okay. Star Wars, Megan. How rewatchable is it? You know, in these yeah. books, we're finding out they are very re-readable. True. Um, so then we cut to Han, Leia, Chewie, and Threeps in the Falcon. <laughs> Yep. And guess what? Neon Num is around, too. He appears to be flying oh, the- Oh, Nia Num, that's his name. Antari 6. Oh, should that have been a Jeopardy? Um, that's where, That's who I called Blee Blub.
1: Oh, okay. For okay. the new
2: Moof Milkers, Jeopardy is a game that we play where I give Jeff clues, and he has to guess the character's name. He has improved his ability with this over time. The Again last time better. he did really good. I <laughs> <laughs> will have to have to throw one in to this Star Wars Dark Empire miniseries. Uh, so Neon Numb is uh, flying the Antari 6, which is a new ship, which is super awesome. He's still got it, baby. Um, and he is someone who they did bring back, Megan, in case you didn't know. He is in The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. That's true. And oh. kicks the bucket for no reason in The Rise of Skywalker. But
1: moving <laughs> on from that just want to throw in.
0: One of (gasps) Brett's favorite characters. I'm not over
2: it, JJ. (laughs) What the
1: hell, JJ? Son of a (laughs) gun. Biscuit.
2: Fun fact here C3PO, on page two of this book, calculates their odds at 3,722 to one, which is too higher. Than the three thousand seven hundred and twenty to one that he says in the Empire Strikes. Back. Interesting. So they're increasing I did the not stakes. Know that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so then our heroes enter a war zone consisting of two of the aforementioned imperial factions. Now one of these factions of uh, unhappy Imperials mm-hmm. has red circles on their stormtrooper helmets, and I thought that was interesting. So maybe huh. JJ is not the inventor. Oh. Of the identifying red marks on the first order. So yeah, yes, Jeffrey,
0: you got a tidbit here. Yeah, the, again, there are multiple, and I'll I'll elaborate on this later. But there are multiple callbacks to this particular comic series for the the new, new trilogy, the new sequel trilogy. Ah
1: oh, man,
0: I, I really feel like JG just read this, and he's like, okay, I'm gonna put this in the movie. Yeah like
1: wow i need to rewatch it he did all.
2: everything but put the story in but we'll
0: we, you know we'll go ahead
2: yeah. good segue jeffrey because yes. we're about to get to what could be another callback or something that was called back too in the rise of skywalker it is then revealed that leia had a teacher in the force and that teacher was Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker, baby, just like The Rise of Skywalker. And oh, she's a mother of two. And she's a Jedi warrior. Now, Megan, I know you had a question about this. Well,
1: I did not know she was a mother of two. So yeah. I was asking, who's the daughter?
2: Very interesting. I That's thought a good that question. was very
1: interesting. They've never mentioned that in the movies. Well, so, I guess.
2: So now this is a good question for Jeff because I knew that in the old canon, mm-hmm. they did have more than one kid. Yes. And they had different names. So one of them is not Ben, to, as, as far as I know. So in all the okay. legends,
0: Leia and Han Solo have twins.
2: Right. that's
0: and right. the twins oh. are named Jason and Jaina.
1: Jason and Jana? Yes, mm.
2: which sounds kind of like Jana. but it's definitely not her.
1: Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: <clears throat> so well, that's pretty Notice good. Notice the eye roll there. <laughs> yeah. Huh.
0: So so in, in not in, not an eye roll at Jana, yeah, yeah. by the way. Yeah, yeah, do No. No. Okay. But it, so in the legends, um, she's the mother of twins, and they're both very strong in the force.
1: Okay.
2: And as we learn here, Leia herself is a Jedi warrior. So in the wait, movie, what's the
1: difference between a knight and a warrior?
2: I don't know, well, man. So a knight.
0: <laughs> um, so here's the thing. A Jedi knight is a part of an order. But at this point in time, Luke Skywalker is the only Jedi knight left. So he's like, he's like, I'm now the master and I'm teaching. And so Leia's just going to be a Jedi warrior.
1: Okay. Huh, all right. Okay. So th- th- Makes he's, her sound recruit. He's, trying to, recu-
0: he's yeah. trying to recruit new people and he needs to recruit them for a new age.
2: Right now, they're just auditing classes.
0: Yeah. Okay. They're not in audits. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're just on edX.
2: Okay. <laughs> so continuing with our tale, we, we got scavengers too. Yep. And something called Nex. Yeah. Did you see N-E-K. that? N-E-K. Mm-hmm. Yes or battle dogs as they're also referred yes. to in this comic oh, yeah. which are also in Clone Wars are they yes they are no oh. Jeff I thought these Season were three. slightly reminiscent of the Corellian Hounds in Solo very, Star Wars story very yeah. close but technically they're different things I think yes Also, Leia uses the force on these little doggies. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Hyenas mostly. Mm -hmm. But she uses it in a peaceful way, much the way Ezra would on the animated series Star Wars Rebels. I like that. Which Megan has not seen. No,
1: I have not seen that. Wow.
2: (laughs) Then, Luke Skywalker rolls up, looking like an absolute badass. (laughs) And we don't know it's him. Mm. And he's got a totally Darth Vader silhouette. When we first see him, which I thought was awesome.
1: Wow, he does look a lot like Darth Vader. Doesn't he? Wow. Right? And it,
2: he's a very d- dark character. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that's what I'm loving. Yeah, man. this is a very it's dark like the Luke. dark, grizzled Luke Skywalker. Very intense. Yeah. But still younger than what we get in the sequel trilogy, of course. Mm-hmm. Right. But speaking of the sequel trilogy again, okay. he then comes out and faces down an Adat, which totally reminded me of the ending of The Last Jedi. Ah. And the line, you know, when he says that he's not going to go out and face the, the entire, entire first order. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course, our hero Luke Skywalker gets everyone out of trouble, but now that they're in the clear, he wants to stay on the planet for some reason. Which planet is it, by the way? Do they do they say? I don't think so, they do. So they
0: do and they don't. Okay. So it is it is Coruscant. Oh. Yeah. What? Yeah.
2: I had no idea. So it what is Coruscant. Is that?
0: But they're calling it the Imperial Planet. Oh so, right so, okay they're so vaguely referring they're just vaguely and and mm-hmm. I don't know if this is because of this could be because of IP rights. Oh, so there, there's there's something related there. So <laughs> dropping IP that. bombs, yeah. Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so they may not have had the complete rights to okay. tell the story.
2: So Megan, okay, Coruscant is the city planet that you see in the prequels. Yeah. Okay. Where the government is, where the oh, Jedi okay. Temple is, where and the Emperor stuff. is.
1: Yeah. Wow, okay, man, I was not know. expecting so that, Jeffrey. Keep, so
2: they keep calling it the
0: Emperor's home place of power, and you know that's where mm-hmm. he rules from, and you know they're making so many connections to Coruscant but they can't actually say it Ah, because that would put them in the actual universe and one thing that um george lucas said he he was going to allow everybody to create as much fan fiction as they wanted but they couldn't make actual links to the movies
1: oh okay so that they wouldn't be
2: tethered if they were ever to make more
0: exactly so so you couldn't you weren't allowed to make direct links to the movies
2: interesting okay So Luke wants to stay on this planet for some reason that we don't know yet, but he's urging all of his pals to leave immediately.
0: I love the quote here, Brett.
2: Here's the quote. You want to read it, Jeff? It says, someone
0: or something, Shatner, is using the dark side of the force with unbelievable power. A vast evil is approaching It knows I'm here
2: Hell (laughs) yeah (laughs) That just sounds awesome So again, I don't remember what this thing is Or who it is that he's referring to Mm. I kind of have an idea But I don't want to say it in this episode, Jeff I think we all sense maybe who's coming Or what's coming Megan, do you have any guesses about that? What is your
0: guess, Megan?
1: I don't know. I was what thinking the, the Emperor. I was thinking Palpatine. That's,
2: so that's what I'm thinking She's too. pretty good. Okay, all right, that's, that's what, what I'm I was thinking. thinking. Okay. Okay. But I don't honestly know for sure. Could never, be an... You've never seen this before.
1: No, I've never seen this before. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but it could be like a new evil, but I don't know. I sense yeah. that it was Palpatine.
2: Then, sure enough, right on cue, a hyperspace wormhole, we don't know what that is either, Megan, <laughs> opens up in the sky and a mighty energy storm emerges and sweeps across the planet's surface. Luke again urges the gang to leave. Leia, however, insists that she alone, also a Jedi, must stay with him. But Luke insists that the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way.
0: <laughs> Just go ahead. Then they
2: leave, but loyal are to including Leia. Leia leaves too. She finally heeds Luke's advice. And sees the urgency in his eyes. Is that also from the 90s? <laughs> yeah, 80s. I think that's is an 80s guy. So yeah. It's a <laughs> Show them all the beauty oh, they possess in time. <laughs>
1: time. <laughs> Give <laughs> them a sound Wait, so bright. What? what song is this?
2: That's where I, swear, I w- lost the lyrics. Whitney Houston. Uh, we are the this world. This is Whitney no. Houston. No, the greatest love of the all. Greatest love. Of oh, all. Yeah. the okay. greatest showman. love of all <laughs> by Whitney Houston and Hugh Jackman. Um, oh man. Go ahead. So so our loyal R two, <laughs> the ever stubborn Marty Crane of the Star Wars universe, zooms to Luke's side, and then something amazing happens. Cool, Luke pushes his fist toward the sky like that dude with the boombox in that 80s movie and levitates into the sky along with a cohort of debris. Mm. Kind of like the Final Order, crashing down in The Rise of Skywalker. Interesting. So I saw it again, like, right after I read this book. Yeah. And it was almost as if the scene played in reverse yeah. in The Rise of Skywalker. Yes, yes it did. Yes. Very blue. Another moment where J.A. said, let's just <laughs> put it in. And then he was like, no, play it backwards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <No>, that works. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, which is retreating to pinnacle Base. <laughs> Sounds like where SpongeBob might work. Yeah, yeah. Um, Han attempts to assure his wife, there's Leia, a bunch of
0: pineapples in there,
2: that Luke knows what he's doing, but Leia replies with a chilling statement. She says, "The way he looked at me, dot dot dot, I was afraid of him." Ho oh, damn! Ho damn! Oh, damn. yeah. <laughs> so, guys, that is where it leaves off. As opposed it's a to dramatic ho- way to end. What as an incredible to, As opposed to hoedown. <laughs> as opposed to hoedown. But they're about to throw down.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, do.
2: <laughs> so, what did we think? I know what wow, I think, wow. and I'm just bursting with excitement, okay. which is why well, right, you, you guys should go us. first. Yeah, okay, go ahead. I, I'm just ecstatic. <laughs> go, let's just go. I'm ecstatic. Like I said, like I, I thought all along. I've been thinking that I built this up too much in my mind and that I have this wonderful vision of it, but I was like 14, so like how good was it really? And I am so not disappointed. I thought it was awesome. I love Mm -hmm. the tone. I love the look and the feel. I love where they are in the state of the galaxy. I love who's here and what they're doing. And I like that they are pushing Luke further. So it's not just the Luke that we saw at the end of Return of the Jedi. This is a new Luke. This is, yes, a darker, more powerful, salty, Mm -hmm. seedy Luke, right? Who's more powerful, yes. And now has the ability to just levitate straight up into the air. And I like the fact that Leia
0: is a Jedi warrior. A Jedi Jedi. warrior. She knows
2: what she's doing. Yeah, and she's still in her prime as well. And she's like, I'm going to stay here with you because I'm super tough, dude. Girl power. Man, it was just, I thought it was just awesome. I'm, I'm ecstatic and I can't wait. It's killing me to not be able to just dive right into the next issue and binge these. Okay. Because we set this, you know, self imposed restriction <laughs> that we're gonna take them one issue at a time. Megan, what did you think?
1: I felt the same way. I mm-hmm. really, really liked it. Um, Luke was very intense, very moody, um, mm-hmm. which I guess is foreshadowing because he's kind of like that in the true in the newer movies. Oh, um, I did love that Leia was a Jedi warrior. Right, mm-hmm. she's a Jedi warrior. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love seeing the women represented, <laughs> <laughs> uh, girl power. Yeah. But yeah, I, I thought it was really, really good. I was very curious. The thing I noted was that they have uh, two kids and I Mm want to know and I guess, you know, this isn't what the movies are going to be like but I am curious about that, their daughter. Yeah. And if they would ever do anything in the future. Do you think they could ever use anything from this in a future movie or is that not allowed? That's
2: what I'm wondering. uh, I've got multiple thoughts on this. Or could
1: Ray be Secretly, they're no. no. Okay, wait. Let's
2: let's pause the "can they do this going forward" thing. Okay. Let's let's pick that up in a couple of minutes. Okay. But Jeff, what was your reaction to this issue? So I have multiple reactions. How long had it been since you read these, by the way?
0: Um, probably about twenty-five years.
2: Oh wow! Yeah, and you remembered, but you felt like you remembered a lot of the. As soon as I
0: started reading, I was like,
2: "Oh, I remember what happens."
0: (laughs) So it's it's you know because it's like um. It's like reading a book
2: again. Yeah. You know, Mm. um, it's. Well, it is reading a book again, Jeff. You you are, right?
0: I mean, I'm sorry. It's like reading a novel again, right? So, you know, with a novel, you know, 300 pages, it's like, okay, you're probably going to forget a lot of the details. Yeah. But you know, some of the major points. Right. So when I saw this, all I needed was like the first two pages. I was like, oh, yeah, that's what happened. And, you know, it, it, it all came back to me. Yeah. But th- the there's three things that I really um, came out of this. One, I love the artwork.
2: Yeah. Mm, so artwork was great.
0: Like, they, they knew what they were doing, and they introduced new concepts that I, you know, th- th- dude, a, a hyperspace, what's it called? A hyperspace wormhole. Yeah. Like, yeah. What is that? Like, and right. that looks so cool. And the thing is, they showed it coming out of space. Yes. So it comes out of space and then comes down to the planet mm-hmm. and then sucks them up, mm-hmm. which is, you know.
2: Start the vacuum. suck. <laughs> but this, anyway, is yeah. <laughs> this is something that Jeff and I talk just about Megan a lot balls. on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Is that you know you should be able to sometimes in the new movies when they introduce new force capabilities yeah. or just new weird things, people are just like ah no that's not like the original trilogy, but it really no, is this you is know new stuff. even in the originals yeah. they're yeah. adding new abilities in each that's movie true. and you know that's what you have to have is like an expansion of what mm-hmm. the force can do and what it exactly. can be and not just
0: that. So to go with that, Brett, mm-hmm. I love the fact that they set us up correctly. Yeah. They tell us where everybody's at. They tell us who's on what side. Like you understand after just two pages. Mm-hmm. The entire scenario of the entire universe. Okay, it's like this is this is the motivation for why Han Solo and Leia are doing their thing. This is why Lando is with is with Luke. This is why there's two Imperial factions. Like, dude, it all made sense. Yep. In less than 20, six... 20 something pages. Yeah, yeah. Six yeah. pictures. Right. Like th- that's all I needed. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. So I'm not going to talk about the comparison of this to the new movies. Right. But it just shows that. There's an entire plot here that is a jump off point for a great, great story.
2: Jeffrey. Jeff, I am going to crap on the oh, movie. Right? <laughs> this is what
0: well, I was trying to avoid.
2: Something we complained about about The Force Awakens was that they did not dignify some of the characters from the original trilogy. And we're not talking Luke and Han and Leia and Lando, but Admiral Akbar and Nien and Numb. I don't remember if there's, I don't think there's any reference to Akbar in this one. There no. could have been. But Nia-Num is there. Yeah. And not only is he there, I mean, he's the guy who helped blow up the second Death Star yeah. in Return of the Jedi. So, so what is he doing now? That he's a captain. He's a like, captain of his own ship. Come on. Yeah, mm. which is which is awesome. It's progression. I feel like that logic was missing when, when the franchise started out again yeah. with the sequel trilogy, which is just like, well, what would Akbar mm. actually be doing? Listening to a janitor? No. <laughs> because
0: here's the thing. Yeah. Would it wedge Antilles be...
2: Wedge... Um, Wedge would be there, <laughs> wouldn't
0: he? Be a bigger character. This guy's a seasoned war veteran, and when it gets to the sequel trilogy,
1: eh,
2: yeah, he mm-hmm. was gone. He shows up at the end. He was missing yeah. from Force Awakens, missing from the Last Jedi, and then he just showed up for literally about what two seconds, three seconds, two seconds oh, in the Rise of they Skywalker. They could have used
1: him so much more. They could what have the heck? used
2: him. Yeah, JJ
1: again. What are you doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, so here's here's my thing. Yeah. Um, I do believe that there are secret IP wars going on here. Really? And that's the reason why we're not seeing a lot of stuff that we want to see in the new movies. Huh. So IP oh. stands for intellectual property, yep. and the idea is that Disney, when they took over Lucasfilm and George Lucas's empire, they said, you know what? We're not paying anybody else hmm. because we've already paid George Lucas mm-hmm. all this money. So we don't want to give royalties to any of these past... Uh, content, so you think there might be some kind, universe kind of universe thing?
2: So you think uh, it's Dark Horse, right? Yeah. So you think that so maybe they don't want to pay
0: they don't want to pay Dark Horse oh, a dime oh, for coming up with such a great story. Well, so they're like, you know what? Let's just you know allude to some of those things, yeah. but not actually use it.
1: Wow, I never thought so, of that. So, so. So I'd
0: like really, to talk should, about that more later, okay, Brett. Okay. But I believe I really believe that this is the reason, not just Dark Empire, but all expanded universe content. They're waiting to put it in until they have the right type of licensing agreement with these original content owners right
2: right. and you can see where it makes sense though from a business perspective they're like oh it's just not worth it we'll just make up new stuff yeah um that's not tied to that okay now what is your expectation for the rest of the series now having read the first issue megan what are you expecting going forward
1: oh i don't know i know that's a big question yeah that is a big question in terms of quality well, the quality's great. I'm, I'm expecting really great artwork. It's the same. Is it the same? Um, oh, yeah.
2: Let's dig into the artwork for a sec, because, Jeff, you mentioned that. I thought mm. it was amazing, too. I really, really liked yeah. it. And, the, like, you know, when you open it up and everything's blue. Mm-hmm. Mm. And at first I was like, wait, did they just make a whole blue book that's about what Star Wars? I, that's what
1: I was wondering, But too. then you
2: realize it's all the space battle stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and hyperspace and everything. And it totally makes sense. And it's, like, a very bold choice. I don't think that's something they would do now. I think if this comic book was made now individual frames might have a blue hue to them, but they would never make such a bold choice. I think the artwork is honestly better than anything I've seen in modern Star Wars comics.
1: I did notice the blue they use a lot when they're like in war like when they're in battle it was like all blue for the most part and a little bit of purple, um, which is pretty cool. I kind of like that they kept limited colors. Is there
0: anything where you would actually... Frame something and put it on the wall?
1: Um, there was a small section with an ewok. Ooh. I would frame that in a heartbeat. No I way. love ewoks. Okay, all right. I, let me see if I can find it. I got really excited when I saw the ewoks. Would you consider
2: it. it a family photo? Like, this is my son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he I is. Would. Yeah, we're you're right. right. Okay, so right we're after we're Luke page, page? takes down, so Luke takes down an adat yeah. with the force, what like page nothing. Is it right? and Uh, There are no page numbers, so it's like right smack in the middle of the book, though. It's right next to an entirely green page.
1: (laughs) Oh, the green page. Here's the green page. Yeah, it's right before
2: that, which again... They just helped you beat Out the Empire on Endor. No, she's there. Is there another one. There was another one. There is yes. another. Okay,
1: another. hold on. Let me start from the beginning. But I, I would yes, I am a big Ewok fan. So While that Megan looks I for the Ewok, frame. I just okay, want to mention all right, all right. something
2: really quick. That the artist <laughs> is um. We're looking for Ewoks. The artist is Cam Kennedy, and okay. I want to say he is an awesome guy. Is he still around? I met him at Celebration last way. year. oh wait, wait, you met the artist? For I this? met the artist. Yeah, he was there signing posters at the show. He's super. Dude nice um why did everybody you say something t- i told you that man this is why we do jeopardy <sighs> all right, all right. Um, <laughs> but he yeah he was super Uh-oh. nice he was signing posters for dark empire series 2 Nice. Oh. oh, that's right. That's right. And just okay. so you two know, I've ordered those on eBay as Thank well. Thank you, Brett. In case we want to do another mini yes. a nice in the future. investment for the pod. Yes, yeah. Definitely. But anyway, wonderful, wonderful work by Cam Cam Kennedy. Okay. Love it. Okay, right, so I Megan, found, you found it. I you found, found it. The Ewok. It's a
1: very small, but right over here. Oh, that is cute. Ewoks. Whoa. They're adorable. Holy
2: moly.
0: What?
1: He is the, front and center. I know. Two There's of two of them. So, so
0: I would take like just I would split that entire frame in half and yeah. just have the ewoks with the Millennium Falcon.
1: Oh that's perfect. I'd frame that any day.
2: One of them has a crossbow on his back. Does he?
1: Yeah. Yeah, look at that. I didn't even notice
2: that. Oh, that's nice. Wow. I hope we get to see these guys use those. I hope so. <laughs> wow, they've got artillery now. And I like the colors, too. That's fantastic. Yeah. like pink and blue. I like it. The colors of this book are astounding. They're great. This Again, like this would only happen in the 90s. <laughs> For people who are into comic artist legends, I think this is a little bit reminiscent. Some of it reminds me of Walt Simonson. Who mm. was a fantastic artist. I don't know if he's still around. Um, Jeff, you said it I reminded do. you that of um, Frank, Frank Miller, Miller a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Some of the silhouetted things. So, like, he especially did some of the Luke. Batman comics, yeah, yeah. Sin City. Oh, man. Um, what cool. else did he do, Brett? Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he's Daredevil. At this point, he's done everything. He also wrote RoboCop, too. But that's another story for another time. No as, way. As Maz Canada would say. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. In terms of expectations, another how, 90s how, film, right? How dark. Do you expect this to go,
1: Megan? I expect it to go pretty dark. Yeah. I mean, does anyone first, dies? I think someone's going to die. Like
2: main characters? Wow. I don't know. Okay. I don't
1: know. Honestly, when it ended, I wasn't really sure, but like Lu- uh, Luke's. Pretty moody. Like, he's pretty dark <laughs> at the end. That's what I kept noting. I was just yeah. like, damn. Yeah. Take a nap. <laughs> well,
0: um, you know what? He's probably. No. He's too, too busy
1: m- to take a nap. He'll can
0: move, Luke. I, I would, I would say, in his defense, he's probably been up for like two days
1: straight. That's true. That's, oh, that's true. true. Right? He's, you know, been he's just about saving it. the world. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. no he's big taking deal. taking the
2: burdens of the galaxy on his shoulders. He's oh, a little man. moody, though. Yeah, <laughs> he is.
1: So, I don't know. I can expect. I, I think it's going to stay dark. Yeah. I don't know if the first. The first issue was off to a start like that. I don't Ooh. know. I hope so. Well, I, it, it is I called
2: like Dark it. Empire. It is called That's Dark true. Empire. <laughs> That's <Yes>. true. <laughs> Let's hope it delivers on that promise. So, <laughs> okay. um, what do you
1: guys think? Do you think someone's going to die? I hope so. <laughs>
2: um, I'll <laughs> main be a main little- character. I, so I hope I, – I would feel like that's going to happen, mm. but I don't think it does, one, because I know that there's a second series of this, which yeah. doesn't mean they couldn't kill someone off in this one. Mm. But it would also mean that in the rest of what's no longer canon but was then, that character wouldn't exist there. So I just I guess I have business mm, doubts about whether they would have allowed mm. them to remove an important character yeah. in this well, comic. Well, I'll put it this way. It is –
0: it's Empire. They are at war. Mm-hmm. So,
2: Do we think at this point, I, I think it mostly could be canon at this point. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that really contradicts the current canon is the fact that Han and Leia have two children. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. So, so if they wanted to bring it back in at this point, they could. One of them would have to be named Ben. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, they never mentioned that sibling in the sequels. Yeah. So something tells me by the end of this, there's no way. It could just be... Inserted right back into canon. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of Dark Empire. All right. I think it's time to take a look at issue number two. <gasps> the reveal. Oh, the reveal. I'm Let's excited. look at that cover, so, Now, first, we found out at the last page on the last page of issue issue number one, mm. it previews the second issue, and the name of this issue is Destroyer of Worlds.
1: That's the name of the second the one. Name. Yes. yes. Ooh. So, like, I, I love it. Dark. Destroyer Empire, of worlds. Destroyer of worlds. That sounds like a metal band. Yeah. <laughs> destroyer <it>? of <laughs> it? worlds. Yeah.
2: Wow. It's also Damn, I so like rock. It. I yeah. think Megan and I should try to guess. So, what do you think the Destroyer of Worlds will be? Because in my mind, it could be. Uh, a third Death Star? Mm. Oh, is it a drama. Giganto Star Destroyer with planet-killing capabilities? Like oh. interesting,
1: interesting. Could it be? You know, we both think that maybe Palpatine's coming back. I think I think it might be. Maybe maybe not in this issue, but I think he's coming back at some point. Okay, okay. in all the right, series. Right. Do you
2: think that's who it's referring to when it says "destroyer of worlds"?
1: Destry- Maybe what if it's referring to Luke? No. Oh, no. Like maybe Oh, he's... snap. Ooh, <laughs> oh, snap.
0: I like the way you think.
2: <laughs> yes. So Sorry. I did think while reading this that there is a possibility of Luke go, like himself going dark. At least temporarily could, at yeah. some point in this series. Well, Leia Jacket is pop. afraid
1: of him. That's at the true. End, so you never That's know. That's true.
2: Oh
0: man. See, so again, I will say Jeff, this one just more time. Just trying not
2: to spoil it for but us. But I'll, I'll say this so one funny more time. This his trial. comic
0: is perfect yep. for setting. It's just, you know, I keep telling people that reading the novels and the comics for yeah. Star Wars, like, there's just so much rich storytelling there that when you see the new movies, you're like,
2: okay, Really? Okay, what
0: happened here?
1: <laughs> so so it's,
0: yeah. it's like going from watching um, Dark Empire for Dummies. <laughs> it is man it's like dark empire light and I'm Uh, like
1: you know so
0: so when I was watching the new movies I was like why are they making so many illusions but not actually using it wow and this is what brought in your IP theory oh
1: yeah that makes sense and you would know you're the IP King, yeah. G-Man Callie. I, I
2: appreciate that. Thank <laughs> you, Meganator. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, IP King. Right, so, so bring us an issue number so, two.
0: So, so every time Brett has been giving us an issue, yeah, oh, He it. has this top secret folder. It says top secret. On it says folder. top secret,
2: and there's arrows. Yep. And that's it. And it's an open folder, even though it's top secret. But you know, <laughs> the, the arrows are fine. to tell people where they can easily access the top secret content. So here it comes. Guys ready? Yeah. Megan, I'm. You're I'm excited. I'm, right. staring I'm
1: nervous. Right now. I can't wait to see the cover. There
2: you go. Yeah, okay. Bam. <gasps> oh! oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Luke's looking dark. That's Looking angry, looking moody. Does he
2: look like Darth Vader or what? Oh my goodness. Yes.
1: A hun- yes. Okay, right? Jeff,
2: you got to hand it to me because I got to see. <laughs> I want to okay. see a little closer. Okay.
0: So, the very strong colors here it's red and blue.
2: He kind of looks like he's in, like standing in front of a dark RockamSockam robot, <laughs> but it. I don't so think now, that's what it is.
0: Right, do you guys want to re-guess? On what a destroyer of worlds is oh it's this now thing. that you've seen the cover do we yes. think it's
2: this thing for sure i think so it looks like it would be used for like agricultural purposes <laughs>
0: ah okay. somewhere do in we the heartland have... of america i like i like where you're going with this brett
1: okay <laughs> can i see the other cover compared oh, yeah. with this cover Ooh. oh Ooh. oh right can yeah so
2: see the difference so in the first cover luke is very much i mean it's straight plucked from return of the jedi when he's at his most good and heroic yeah but in the second the cover green, green lightsaber He turns the lights down low, baby. Oh, yeah, wow. (laughs) stop it.
1: Well, it's interesting looking at the covers because, yeah, he looks very heroic in the first one. Mm -hmm. He has, like, his lightsaber. There's a fire behind him. And then in this one, and his face is fully illuminated. And then in this one, he's definitely, like, much more dark. It's, like, the colors are a lot different.
2: So I do want to point out something about Dark Luke. Go ahead. Has Luke or has he not gone, like, 30 years without a girlfriend? So I'm wondering, you know, this dark turn, is it sort of like the Luke emo thing? I mean, is he just like, like, I've been alone for He's a long bombed. time. Interesting.
1: It's <laughs> going rogue. That's a good point. Right?
2: Well, he did
0: kiss his sister. He well, did,
1: yeah. That, that didn't
0: do many favors. That, I mean, people heard he. about that. Yeah, man. yeah. That kids around. Like, <laughs> that, gets that got out. around, man. How bad would it mess up your mojo? I don't know. If there was a rumor going around that you kissed your sister.
2: Right. And liked yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, this was a ton of fun. This I'm so excited to an issue number you. two.
1: Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank this you for a being blast. on.
2: This is going to be a fun adventure. All right, till next time. This is Jeff. This is Brett. This is Megan. And we're just talking about Star Wars Dark Empire
0: on the Skywalker.